0: You are listening to the Young Black Travelers Podcast. Black Voices
1: chatting on experiential travel, dedicated to creating a global community of travelers. Be bold, be inspired, be spontaneous. We are YBT.
0: Young Black Travelers Podcast. My name is Simone, and today I will be speaking to Kristen. Welcome, Kristen. How are you? Hi, Simone. Hi, everyone. I'm doing well. Thank you. Awesome. And so I'm so excited to be able to talk to Kristen today. She has a wealth of experience of traveling and teaching, and so we just want to get right into the conversation and getting to know who Kristen is. Can you tell us a little bit
1: about yourself? Yeah, of course. So I recently moved back to the States after living in Spain for seven years. Um, I've been back since June of last summer, 2021, but I spent about seven years there in Spain and, you know, just kind of relocated, started a new job, new career, and just really looking forward to, I guess, this next this next chapter of my life and traveling and maybe focusing a little less on Europe and on other mm-hmm. areas. Nice. So what have you
0: been um, getting into? Like, what is the, are you still teaching or I know you was in Spain
1: teaching. Are you still teaching now or? Okay, yeah, so. so... I went to Spain right after graduating college. I studied Spanish studies and sociology, and so I was just really excited to have an opportunity to to practice my Spanish a little bit more. So I decided to teach for three years. So three out of the, the seven years that I was in Spain, um, I was teaching ESL. And um, right now I'm actually working in market research, so I've kind of done a bit of a 180 um, shift with that.
0: Oh, nice. Okay, so uh, maybe I can practice my Spanish with you tonight. Go, yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, so,
0: dime. Um, how was Spain and the culture? What were some of your favorite food, local things to do? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so Spain was a really great experience. I lived in, I think, four different cities during my time. And a lot of that is thanks to teaching. I decided after each year that I would renew, but ask for a different um, position, a different city. So I spent my first year in um, Salamanca. I was placed there. I didn't get to choose, Mm -hmm. but that just happened to be where I also studied abroad for some nights. So that was really nice to be in, you know, a small university town. My second year, I was in a small town called It's Uh The province that borders Portugal to the south so it's you know it's sunny it's the south there are beaches the seafood is amazing um, amazing that region is known for their prawns so like their shrimp but like they're a good size and they're it's the gazpacho uh gosh the sangria yeah so they're definitely known for that and then i spent my last year of teaching in madrid okay so i've definitely have had a wide range of experiences from like small local town to the capital nice so Um, so different spaces do you like have a
0: favorite food that was your go-to and your favorite thing to do like what was
1: that So my favorite foods weren't necessarily my go-tos because they're more like delicacies and I feel like listeners are going (laughs) to cringe. My favorite Spanish food is octopus. Um, Oh, okay. um, It is actually boiled. So from the north of Spain, this region called Galicia, they I guess they boil. I've never, I didn't go to a market and like buy octopus and cook it. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure this is how they um, make it. They boil it until it's tender and then they chop it up in pieces and sprinkle it with some salt, paprika, mm-hmm. olive oil on a bed of um, boiled potatoes. Oh. And that. it sounds very simple, but. <laughs> yeah. It's to die for and I definitely recommend if anyone has a chance to go up north or even in like major cities like Madrid mm-hmm. where I'm sure Barcelona has a couple of um, Galician restaurants that would serve that. What's the name of the dish? What would what, what would you say like if you went to a restaurant? um, In Spanish mm-hmm. so in Castellano Spanish they would probably say Pulpo Al Gallego Okay I'm not sure if I'm, I've actually never even, I like, just say pulpo. Pulpo okay. is octopus in Spanish. Okay. And then in Galicia, they have another um, language as well on top of um, the Spanish that we know. Mm-hmm. And I believe someone's in, like, she butchered it. <laughs> um, I think it's pulpo al ferai or ferai or something like that. But if you ask for octopus, they'll know. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right, sounds good. I When I went to... Um, when I was in Morocco, I got to try snail and that for me was kind of like snail, like a bit weird, but it was actually really good. It was snail soup. So I get you with that um, octopus um, stuff. Yeah, so. like
1: it doesn't hurt to try it, it once. It
0: does not at all. And then, you know, you decide if you want it or not, like if you like
1: it and then you move on. Exactly. <laughs> That's I'm so definitely, um definitely very adventurous with trying food like I'll try almost if it's if you tell me it's edible uh-huh. and it's, I'll try it at least once
0: <laughs> I love it I love it that's that's an adventure in itself right um, food exploration so well tell me about I know you were basically a local you were living there um, so what were some of those local things that you would recommend for people
1: Yeah, so I mentioned that I'd lived in three previous cities teaching. Um, (laughs) My last four years, I was actually in a town called Segovia. It's about an hour by bus um, from Madrid, or like 20, 25 minutes by train from Madrid. So I spent a lot of my time there. The population's fairly small, so it's it's definitely a walkable um, town. A lot of, this is, man, this is so cliche, but I definitely enjoyed walking downstairs from my apartment in the center, and bam, there are bars, there are people Love out, especially it. when the weather is great, and in Spain, they don't call it happy hour, they mm-hmm. call it um, the hour of vermouth. Oh. So, I definitely miss <laughs> La Hora de Vermouth. <laughs> it's um, thousand, thousand, thousand nights. Nice. <laughs> right. So, I definitely miss like, 250 <laughs> glasses of champagne of, um, not champagne, of cava, of, you know, wine, vermouth. Yeah. Those were something, you know, just getting home from work. Sometimes I would, you know, just meet up with friends for a couple of hours and then have dinner or, um going on walks um, there are a lot of great there are a lot of great hiking trails and walking trails in Segovia itself yeah. um, and it's also a nice day trip from Madrid or even if you spend the night so I definitely recommend people um, to you know to venture out a little bit in nature so I, I spend a lot of time doing that I like it and it kind of like being away from you know like the city
0: especially if you're very used to that Mm-hmm. Um, like coming from New York or um, maybe a, a urban setting, like just being out in nature, as you said, um, is really refreshing. So no, that's awesome, and I feel like it's like the the culture in itself more relaxed in that way as well.
1: It's yeah, it's way more relaxing. I um, I think one comparison that I've made a lot is. In the United States, a lot of people go grocery shopping like maybe once a week max. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I was living back in Spain, I remember just like, oh, I forgot something. No problem. Let me just run back to the store. Like I would go to the store maybe like three, four times a week instead of having to, you know, think, What am I gonna eat for the next week or two <laughs> it's weeks? It it's out. More, exactly. I think people people always say like Spain just has a very um just free spirit, they say no pasa nada, it's not a big deal, no pasa nada, no pasa nada, like like it can be a big deal (laughs) when you're trying to deal with like, you know, really important paperwork stuff, but in, you know, the grand scheme of things on a daily basis, it's, you know, a really great attitude and perspective to have.
0: Exactly, right, and a change of pace, it makes you like really enjoy the setting, be in the moment, be present, so I love that. Um, As well, and so how has that transition then been for you coming back and the culture here is like Make sure you're meal prepping make sure you're doing this
1: and that at the same time. How is that? Yeah, it's definitely been It's been a change um, from driving. I do not like to drive Okay, I'm in Atlanta right now. So you have to drive everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, um to I have friends that live in just all different directions so like one might live like 40 minutes south from me another friend lives 40 minutes north from me so I'm not seeing friends as frequently um you know as I mentioned before I was living in such a and Segovia was so small that all of my friends lived about 10 to 15 minutes walking at the most right um, so it's different it's, so it's definitely yeah it's definitely a change of pace it's a change because i'm working from home right now as well mm-hmm. um but that just means i have something to i guess look forward to
0: right no get you out your house uh, and break up that routine right yeah no, definitely exactly Thank you, Kristen, for all that information so far about Spain and the culture, um, where to go, and also the the local food. Um, Everybody, you know, you have to go and try that octopus whenever you are in Spain. And so we're going to jump right into a quick, quick break, and we're going to come back and we're going to continue our conversation with Kristen. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, bienvenidos a todos. <laughs> I got that right, Kristen? Yes. Hola. Buenos
1: días. Buenas tardes. Buenas noches. Uh,
0: yes. So, yes, we're getting a little bit of our Spanish in today as we talk to Kristen about um, Spain and a little bit of her other travel. So, one of the things that I'm sure listeners would love to know about, and maybe we don't really talk about as much, you've been away for so long from home, about seven years while you did a long-term you know, traveling and teaching as well. What? How did you practice self-care and like mental health while you was away from home? Talk to us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah. You know, I really depended a lot on the friends that I met there. Um, They were great. I hung out with, oh gosh, people from all over the world. Predominantly, I will say predominantly from English-speaking countries. A lot of my friends were from Ireland, the U.S., England, India even. Um, And just, you know, being able to have those relatable experiences we're all foreigners we're all expats away from home so I spent a lot of time with them um either just you know hanging out at their house going on picnics but um I also mentioned that I like to go on like on hikes Mm -hmm. I was in Spain at the height of the pandemic when like the pandemic hit yes um and they actually closed the borders of um they're provinces. Provinces. Uh-huh. So oh, I'm trying to explain like the map of Spain. Basically <laughs> Spain has a bunch of different regions mm-hmm. and you could not leave that region. So for example, Madrid is a region and it probably, you know, extends it's not just capital of madrid but i couldn't leave the region i was living in so i spent a lot of time um hiking which i hadn't done previously Mm. but i was so fortunate that i had met um you know other expats that were really familiar with hiking and stuff so we would just take the weekend leave at 8 a.m in in the morning not come back until like 5 p.m so um that was a really great activity to do and there's so many great hiking spots and throughout spain so just whatever whatever region you're in like you can definitely find a place to go to and hike i love it and being
0: in nature is all one of the best ways to kind of clear your head um and especially as you talked about like the pandemic as well so Mm -hmm. thanks for that so you know i'm hearing you talk about some of that local experience um you mentioned before that you were in three different places so Talk about some of those destinations that are less popular that you feel like, you know, people when they're checking out Spain really need to go to. Like, what would be those places?
1: Yeah, so I just feel so compelled because Uh I spent so much time in Spain to, like, tell people and fellow travelers Spain is more than Madrid. Yes. It's More than Barcelona. Um, I love those cities. Like I, I absolutely love them. And it's also it's practical. Right. You have to fly into one of those cities to get there. So of course enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of my favorite regions in Spain would have to be north. So I think I mentioned you know the octopus from yeah. Galicia that area. Vigo is. Uh, a beautiful city to visit A Coruña as well um the beaches are to die for there's like some beaches with amazing rock formations oh beautiful um I also I tell everyone if they really only have like two extra days and they're in Madrid to mm-hmm. take the train to Seville I think oh. Seville is my favorite
0: Oh, okay. Now that you said that, I remember when I was learning Spanish, uh, they had some videos and the setting was right there in Seville. And so got to see some of like the
1: museum and the train stations. The the (laughs) Sevillana dance. It's don't go in the summer because it hits like 100 degrees. Okay, we won't do that. I definitely recommend going there. Um... The, the south is, I would say, like, people tend to say when you go further south or when the weather's warmer, people seem a little bit more friendlier, upbeat, yeah. and that's definitely the case for um, that area. You can go see a lot of local um, Siviana dancers, so it's similar to Flamenco Ooh. as well. Um It's about an hour from some beaches in the south of Spain. So I definitely recommend, like, those places. Um, Also, Mm -hmm. there's a region in the north called Asturias. Asturias. And I went on, um, thankfully, I'm glad I did this, a last-minute solo trip, January 2020 before the pandemic. Oh, yes. And it was probably one of my favorite trips that I took because, one, I was by myself, but i was really able to to like just try a bunch of different like tapas nice Um, i wasn't really i didn't really have an itinerary so i was just kind of walking around Mm -hmm. and just really enjoying the city love it so that's Uh, a place that's a
0: place you would say solo traveling is um safe and fine
1: I think Spain in general is very safe for solo traveling. I felt really comfortable there. Um, It could be also that I speak Spanish, so I feel really Mm -hmm. comfortable going to places where people might not speak English, so there's definitely certain parts. um, You're definitely going to find younger people who speak English, Mm -hmm. um, but there's definitely you know smaller towns within those regions that I've gone to and ventured out to where like. People were just kind of confused. Like, what is this? This black chick doing here? Where are you from?
0: So you had a lot of questions, I'm yes. sure. Yeah. No, that's great though. And I, those are the moments that I really um, cherish as a traveler, right? Where like going um, the deep, the deeper ends. I guess yeah. you would and say. And people are
1: really curious and yeah. they'll, like chat you up. Um, so you're not necessarily lonely when you're solo traveling, especially if you're willing to to get out. There's are some mm-hmm. times where it's just like, uh, I don't know if I want to go eat by myself. Yeah. no. <laughs> and just forcing yourself to like do that or go to a bar and just have like one or two drinks. Um, you know, it's it's definitely a skill and it's a really good thing to be able to be comfortable I agree I partner. agree no totally and you'll
0: find like those moments where you're probably scared to have that meal by yourself is when people are coming to you and engaging and you're meeting people and mm-hmm. your night turns out totally different from what you thought they're inviting you to go to a
1: bar or something right all of my solo trips I've met people on yeah and I've, like it, I've never been bored or lonely no no no
0: i i i agree i i love a good solo trip um so tell us about um some of your other travels like what are some of your like one of your most memorable experience traveling like i love to hear like a funny story or something like that you'll you're like i will never
1: do that again i like let's see I feel like I've been so many places that I think the one story—I don't know if it's funny or just like horrifying. Um, uh, oh But man. my friend and I—we were in Scandinavia, I believe we were in Sweden um, at the time, and this is years ago. Like this is one of my first trips when I got to Spain. Okay, um, it was in the winter, and we decided to get an Airbnb, like Airbnbs at the time were definitely like way cheaper, more convenient. And the host, she had an emergency and had to leave. So we actually never met her. She had someone else um, let us in and it was, and we just rented out her living room. Okay. Um, which had like I guess like a sofa couch or sofa bed or something like that she left us with her cat to take care of and <laughs> on the last night her cat decided to do its business in yeah. the bathtub what <laughs> huge business no way
0: oh gosh um, okay I
1: so, think they had this cat trained I would have thought, I mean Uh also mind you, we're in the living room and she left us with her cat, which probably sleeps in her room with her, so the cat is like sleeping with us at night. I um, did not like cats at the time, Okay. (laughs) Um, but basically we tried to obviously as adults clean it up and we're contacting her Uh because we can't find any of her cleaning supplies, we can't even find a plastic bag and she's getting an attitude with us. What? To the point that we were just like, you know what, it's our last night here, it's minus God knows how many degrees Celsius, Uh it's winter time, we're just going to shower at the next place. Wow. She did not, she probably didn't get back for like three days later, so I feel really sorry for her. We we made sure her cat had enough food Mm, and water. Right. And, but we left that to her. She didn't write a review for us. We didn't write a review for her. Yeah. Um, and
0: how are you getting mad at me? Your cat did that. And I'm over here trying to I'm help you. I'm
1: taking your cat for free. Right, exactly. Like, we should have
0: got a discount. <laughs> I mean, no, seriously,
1: though. The audacity. Oh, right. man. So I am, like, not necessarily never again, but I'm definitely more of... Uh, let me just get my own Airbnb yeah. or my own room versus having to deal with, you know, those additional um, variables, I guess. Right. No, totally get
0: that. Yeah, that is something. Um, no, nobody will want to um, get that from a trip. And then you're leaving your cat with me. That I didn't pay for that. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like it. Um, tienes mucho más, or no, you have more?
1: (laughs) No, I'm trying to, girl. I have so many stories. I'm like, what is PG? What's appropriate? My parents (laughs) listen to this. Um, I know, okay, we gotta gotta keep it, we gotta keep it PG. Yeah, let's see. I did do a solo trip to Scotland a few years ago. Yeah, um, ended up meeting. A friend. She's a really good friend now. We both happen to live in Spain at Spain at the same time. Oh, nice. And I was just, you know, trying to be budget friendly. And she apparently was too. We didn't know each other when we booked everything. But we were uh. on the same return flight to Spain. Okay. January 1st at like 9 a.m., 10 a.m. Worst idea ever. Okay. I'm nice. just telling people, don't book a flight. <laughs> on a night that you know you're gonna be partying. Oh <laughs> we, my goodness. We did not miss, um, thank, thankfully, we didn't miss the flight, but I, I did not set my alarm. I just, by the grace of God, I woke up at probably like 7 a.m., ran out. Oh my goodness. It, it was just a was, like mess. We, we got the right to a house party. <laughs> Um, But just to, you know, warn people, if you're trying to budget travel, also just be practical and realistic about like what you can do.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. I know. I couldn't imagine. No. So that's actually a perfect segue, um, because the next thing I wanted to know about is um, budget traveling. Um, And how were you able to do that um, throughout the many years that you've been in Spain and maybe before? after like what are some tips for people who are interested in traveling this year what would you tell them
1: yeah um, budget traveling is definitely my way to go I don't know if it's because of when I started traveling I had less disposable income and <laughs> I didn't have to make you know but it was budget travel or cry about not being able to travel <laughs> Um. <laughs> yes, yeah yeah you have a choice yes <laughs> exactly um, so for me with budget traveling I feel like it's more than just the financial aspect I think it's definitely a different feel like okay for me budget traveling is what type of experience do you want to have um, when you're you know on your trip so I feel like it's definitely like when I've been traveling in Spain and Europe on a budget I've been able to have like more of a quaint experience where I might just be walking around and like oh this spot isn't as maybe instagrammable but there are a lot of people eating here got it it must be good like <laughs> yes that's always what you look for <laughs> you are to and there's that. nothing wrong with the instagrammable <laughs> spots either I'm not going to sit here and lie that I don't right. go to at least one or two places um but I think that's the big thing with me with budget traveling is knowing that I'm going to get good quality food if mm-hmm. I do my research and one not Be overcharged for it. Right. And it Uh, takes some research, as you said, right? It takes some more. It definitely takes research. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely really memorable being in like Rome and pointing to, I don't know, some type of pasta that someone's (laughs) eating because no one in there speaks English. One of the best meals I had was in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam. Yeah. My friend and I were leaving out um, that morning to head back Mm -hmm. and they actually eat pho, the noodles, Uh in the morning. Oh, Um, It's actually a breakfast food for them in Vietnam and we decided to um, stay in a cheaper district the last night just because we had been in a previous city and we're just heading back to Ho Chi Minh City to fly out. And that area was just very local. Yeah, And we had to literally point to like, <laughs> the food. That you guys wanted. Show them that yeah. we wanted something to drink. Oh, um, goodness. That was the best spot I had in my <laughs> life. And I can't even find anything that toss I it. I
0: know. I know. Those oh. hidden spots. No, that's good. Yeah.
1: But yeah, other things that like I really enjoy about, mm-hmm. I think, budget travel and that really encompasses my style of traveling is I love taking public transportation. Yes. Yeah, I feel like you really get a really good feel Same. for. You get for to orient
0: orientate or yourself really good. Right, I love
1: taking buses. Yeah. Okay. Um, because of course you're like you're on the road and you get to see what's kind of going on around. Um, you get to see the locals going to work. Yeah. Heading back from work. Um, interestingly enough. I actually like walking tours of cities, even though I'm not a big fan of like tour guide or guides or like guided trips. Yeah. I think walking tours are really great because to start off a visit because they're gonna tell you where like the touristy places are to go. Right. 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 And you can revisit them because you're on a tour so you can't really slow them down too much. Um so you get within the first few hours of being there, you know, okay, these are the tor- touristy spots I need to hit. But you also get a chance to speak to the guide and yes. ask them to recommend locals. Yes. Stuff. You're my kind of traveler. Like
0: those I need a travel buddy Definitely things that I do. Like I'm always telling my friends like, let's go on the train and their bus and they're looking at me like I'm crazy.
1: Oh my <laughs> they're God, like, I'm um, the same.
0: <laughs> they're like, what? Then I'm like
1: yes, let's go,
0: and they're like, um, so cab, can you come and get us? I'm like no, but no, everything you're saying is what I love to do while traveling.
1: So yes, we need to we need to plan something. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, for sure, because I definitely like as I mentioned before, I think the style of travel for me started off because I didn't have that much disposable income. I was 22 mm-hmm. at the time. Um, of course, I don't mind taking a cab or Uber every now and then, but I think I'll definitely kind of stick with that way, especially if I'm not in a rush. No, definitely. Um, I've been,
0: I'm telling my best friend now, I, I want to travel in a real posh way at least once. Like, I want the plane where I sleep and get the five cores and then I want to get off and have a cat. I want to do that way at least once, but I love like the... The local setting, the bus, and all of
1: that. So, and it's about balance as well. Um, like I don't only solely budget travel. Sometimes I like to have give myself a day or two of R and R, or also, you know, at a nice, go to a nice restaurant, go to a nice hotel, or something. Right.
0: Right. No, definitely. Um.
1: So no, that's
0: amazing. Thank you for those travel tips. I hope you guys were able to get those down and we are going to be right back um, as we continue to talk with Kristen about her travel and as we wrap it up. All right, welcome back, welcome back. I hope you guys have been enjoying this conversation as much as I have. Um, We're just gonna continue um, with Kristen. Uh, She was talking about budget traveling and I wanna kinda hear about what's your plans now? Like, where are
1: you trying to go? Like, I'm ready. Yeah, so I am really looking forward to traveling the states more. I feel like I've been to at least 30 countries, but I haven't seen much of the United States. Okay. Um, that might be a little harder to budget travel for, yes. but um, I definitely do have a few trips planned. Uh, I'm going to Chicago in a couple of months, so mm-hmm. that should be really exciting. Nice. Um, I apologize if you hear my niece <laughs> in the background. Um, working from home has been fun, <laughs> I can imagine. No worries, she's a baby, <laughs> a toddler. Um, and I'm planning to go to Guatemala, so I haven't traveled Ooh. a lot of Latin America either. Okay. Um, I've only been to a few countries. I think four countries. I've been to Mexico, El Salvador, Costa Rica, okay. and then I studied in Argentina.
0: That's that's more than a few. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, but let me tell you, my first um, trip outside the U.S. was through a Groupon to Guatemala. Really? And it was amazing, Yes. So I'm always, like, shouting out Roupon, Guatemala, if anybody wants to do that.
1: I did not yeah. know this. This is really great. It Travel was tips. awesome. It was awesome. Yes. It was amazing. It was well put together. No complaints. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. We're trying to, you know, balance a little bit of, like, local... <laughs> Things mm-hmm. like going to Guatemala City, even though we've read that people are like, don't go there. There's nothing in Guatemala City. <laughs> yes. Um, versus like, you know, doing a nice little resort by, um, what is it called? Lake Atitlán? Oh, yes. One? Yes. Yes. That's
0: beautiful. That's beautiful. Be prepared. I... Felt like I got a lot of motion sickness because it was so hilly there and going up Ooh, with
1: and, the and the elevation. Yeah, be prepared for that if you have any okay. issues with that. Um, I mean, Peru was definitely, it was between Peru and Guatemala, and we went with Guatemala just because the weather um, since Peru's seasons, if I'm yes, not it's mistaken, are the opposite, yes. and also the elevation's just so high. that. I don't want to be able to go to the beach
0: or the lake. (laughs) No, no, that's awesome. We got to get you back um, after that um, to talk about that with us. So I kind of wanted to do something to end um, a little quick game. It's this or that travel edition. And I know you've been to so many different places and have so many different experiences. And I'm kind of curious what's your go-to. All right, you ready? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Start. So are you an Airbnb or a
1: hotel? So you know what, I'm definitely more of a hotel person oh. due to convenience. Um, because with Airbnb, you have to let your, no- your host know what time you're arriving, all these other details, versus with the hotel, like there's somebody usually in the reception area
0: oh okay okay nice all right so nice restaurant or street food definitely
1: street food
0: street food yes for the
1: win <laughs> nice restaurants can nice restaurants in every country
0: i hear that okay so are you a beach villa or a cozy cabin
1: oh my god so this one's difficult <laughs> because i like both the beach and I like the mountains, but I definitely feel like I would choose the beach any day, especially because I don't live near
0: one. Okay, okay. Um, nice. Okay. Are you a uh, slow travel or see it all now?
1: You know, this one's really hard for me. I feel like you know when I started traveling. I've been to so many countries because one, I didn't realize, like I was such a go, go, go traveler. Yeah. That there's so many places I want to revisit now. And yes. I'm learning it's quality over quantity. <laughs> yeah, cause I'm
0: a definitely see it all now. I have four yes. days. <laughs> so
1: I have been see it all now, but now I think I'm starting to slow down. Okay, nice. Um, I like that. Uh, okay. Are you a Europe travel or an Asia travel? So I, most of the countries I've been to have been in Europe. I've traveled most of. I would, I would say I've been to most European countries. Okay. I've only been to. I keep saying like only, and like <laughs> so many people are like. Oh, I've been to. So if you have been to only me, I have been to nothing. And I yes. would like to see more. Oh, nice. nice. So, um, I was a year, a traveler of like Europe, but now I would like to focus on other areas, you know, such as um, Asia. Nice.
0: nice. Okay, awesome. Okay. Do you prefer airplanes or boats?
1: I prefer airplanes. I haven't been on many boats. Um, one experience going back to Scandinavia is that they have a ferry going from Finland uh-huh. to Sweden. Oh. And we decided to save money by making it an overnight ferry. We're like we have to get there and we have to sleep. So let's, you know, yeah. <laughs> do it all in one. And I just got so motion sick sick in my sleep. Like in the oh. middle of the night. I thought it was just a really uncomfortable feeling. And I just feel like airplanes are faster if you're trying to see more. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, definitely agree with that, even though I'm not an airplane person.
0: <laughs> All right, the last one. So are you, I'm gonna hike the mountain or are you gonna swim in the sea?
1: Uh, I'm going to swim in the sea. Like I just really wanna learn how to scuba dive and I'm completely okay with like, Doing a little bit of deep sea swimming if the you know the water is (laughs) calm. You can swim. I can okay that's why you said that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that sounds good. Sounds good. So thank you so much, um, Kristen. And I would love for our listeners to know how to contact you um, your Instagram, whatever social media you wanna drop right now. Uh, let us know how can we um, keep following you on your travels and what you're up to.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Young Black Travelers, for having me on your podcast. I know um, it's been in the talks for a while, so I'm just so pleased that this has um, been able to work yes. out. You can follow me on Instagram. My handle is my name. My name is spelled a little differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-N and then underscore.
0: Awesome, awesome So you guys got that Follow Kristen and her travels And what she's going to be up to For the uh, upcoming years And we thank you so much And I want to also just shout out um, Another of our listeners On IG as well For just continuing to support um, The Young Black Travelers Podcast And the shout out is to J Mo um, Her name, J Monique and you can find her, her um, tag name is J-A-Y-M-O-F-I-A-S-C-O, and she's one of our supporters who's paid, if you go look at it, a lot of fashion, travel, and beach inspiration. So thanks for supporting us, J-Monique. And thank you again, Kristen, for coming on. As you said, it's been a while um, to work this out, but we're so happy that we are able to talk about Spain and to only the few places you had <laughs> Yes, thank you once again. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Wish you all the best um, and all safe travels for you and our listeners. And listeners, if you're going to Spain or anything, let us know. Um, If you took any tips away from um, Kristen and what she said. I would love to hear Yeah, So definitely. So everyone stay safe out there. Thank y'all again. And have a good, have a good
1: day.